Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom, as always. Uh, day I'm one of podcasting. <laughs> intelligent, very hardworking <laughs> Disney Cruise Line and Dulo's Diz Loving Wife yes, and co-host, Michelle. Yes, to both of those things. Hi, everybody. Thanks, honey. <laughs> We're laughing because I just totally screwed up the intro that I normally lead us into every show before you even heard it. That's why I said, like, first timer. <laughs> maybe maybe in the director's cut you'll get it at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just totally leading into it and I was just a mess. So we're off to a roaring start yes. to today's episode, which, by the way, we are recording on Saturday, October 1st of 2022. A very happy birthday. One to Epcot. It's their 40th birthday. And to Magic Kingdom, which is its 51st birthday as of today, as we're recording this. Of course, this episode is actually dropping on Sunday, October 2nd, 2022. And we actually have a portion of this show, a large portion of this show, (laughs) that we recorded a little bit ago on, I believe it was September 21st of 2022. So lots of dates actually. All that matters is that we're happy that you joined us today. (laughs) Right. I was like, what am I going to take out of that? That's like when we're watching, you know, like Star Wars films and they introduce the planets and I'm like, okay, that, am I going to remember that planet's name? (laughs) And I'll answer that really quick. No, I know. she will not. <laughs> she won't. That's okay. I don't know if I will every time, right. but uh, like I, I, I know Michelle won't. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, do I have to commit that mem- to memory right away? Well, at least there's 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 a few you remember. Yeah. Right off the well, bat. yeah. Once in they a need while. to be they, the new planets are tough to go by, but you know some of the oldies but goodies. Right. You know very well. Right. That's why I say when it's like first showing and they put the name out, it's like. Do I have to like first do the, you know, memory games in my head or can I just watch the show? Yeah. Well, usually <laughs> a lot of things, like especially like with Andor or whatever, I, yeah. I would at first not worry about it. Right. And then if it keeps reappearing, then you'll eventually yeah. have to put it to your memory or you will put it to right. your memory as right. to what that place is. Or you'll at least know, oh, that's his home world or exactly. oh, that's where he's meeting with so-and-so regularly right. or whatever, right. you know, yeah. and you may not remember the name and that's fine. You don't need to be that big of a Star Wars nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, going back and watch it. Anyways, we digress. Yes. Already way off the map yes. early in this episode. You wow. think, you know, we maybe it was the recording with Frank and Jen and knowing how much they tangent all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, just kind of, we're, we're, we've kind of picked that up. Yeah. We're, we're kind of, yeah. Like you said, picked it up. It, it just, it filled the room and, and we're getting on that, that essence. great. Yeah, that essence. Dillo's Diz essence yes. is going with us. But anyway, okay, let's move, let's it. move it on. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. Hope the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, we would love for you to sign up for the newsletter. And I'm just going to put it out there right now. Uh, and since we're talking about Disney Cruise Line today, um, that I will be posting there a link uh, for you 
who are newsletter subscribers to get a free 30 page printable activity booklet. Um, and it's great for like little ones. Cause it kind of, you know, before the cruise, you can show it to them and it gives them like overview of all the different things that they're going to be able to see and do. And then taking that with them on the cruise, they can make notes in it and different sections. And it, it really makes for a great free souvenir of their trip. Wonderful. I like that. And everybody who subscribes to the newsletter is going to get a, yeah. their chance to download that if they want. So exactly. that's fantastic. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. As I've said, the, the newsletter <laughs> now, it's all full of Michelleness, And that is a lot of Michelleness right there. Uh, it's just a great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another great way is through social media. We have a lot of fun with a lot of you out there on social media. Mm-hmm. And if you want to follow along with us there, you can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Have we done much on Pinterest recently? Uh... Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but we're going to get back into it, I have no doubt. Anyway, we do have stuff there on Pinterest mm-hmm. that you can check out from previously and we'll get back involved in that as well Uh, also if you are on facebook please come over and join us for some good positive disney energy fun on our hyperion adventurers facebook group yeah as we say every week it's a great group i love the interactions and the sharing and you know, just the positivity that comes out of there. For sure. Lots of great members there sharing, you know, some positive things from their life. Yes, Disney, but also just whatever they have going on that is good in the world in mm-hmm. general as well. Um, you know, our guest from a couple of weeks ago, the Cotton is Jonathan mm-hmm. Cotton. We mentioned it on the episode at how he collects vinyl. He collects vinyl records mm-hmm. and he posted a cool picture. Right. Of, he that. had uh, the vinyl picture discs of a lot of the songs that we yeah. did on our five favorite list from that episode of our uh, five favorite uh, pop versions of Disney songs. Right. So that was right. cool. Yeah, I saw that and I thought that was so sweet. I loved it. And I love, you know sharing that information and and it reminded me of how great that was doing that episode that that was a lot of fun that episode was was a lot of fun and today's episode is a lot of fun as Mm -hmm. well Uh, also we are on youtube now we have had a little delay on the most recent video i promised you on youtube because uh well there's been a little something that's (laughs) happened in our state and by the way thoughts and prayers with everybody who had it a lot worse than we did on in in our state right Uh, we know a lot of you over on the west coast we're uh, talking about hurricane ian hurricane ian of course um a lot of you on the west coast around the fort myers sarasota you know even tampa area and a lot of people also even in the middle of the state around orlando and daytona beach yeah um we've had it really tough uh so you know our thoughts are with you and uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us if there's anything we can do to help you out we got it easy over here in palm bay um we only got some wind and some rain and it was um, you know, it, it, it was a little messy, but it wasn't nearly what a lot of other people faced. Right. And I think that was helpful too, that you actually made us safe with boarding us up and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. So wanted to be sure we were safe, but, yeah. and we were, and we were anyway, I digress about that as well. Um, yeah, that video will be coming. We just had some things that distracted us from getting that to right. finished out to you, but hopefully this week I will have that on our YouTube page, which you can find if you just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures podcast, hit subscribe. You'll know whenever that video or any other video we have comes there. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com. Right. Like we say every week, we just love hearing from you. So whether it's just to say hi or share some fun things that you're doing, um, or if you have 
a question about anything, we're, we'd love to be able to help answer that. Yeah. Anything you want to say to us, anything, any reason you want to contact us, the Gmail account is a great way. Also, you can always, uh, you know, direct message us anywhere on our mm-hmm. social media and we're happy to talk with you there as well. Now, if you'd like to help support this show and get a little swag out of it, well, there's a couple great ways to do that. One is through our Spreadshirt shop. That's probably the easiest way. You just need to go to Spreadshirt.com and do a search for Hyperion Adventures podcast, or you can go to any of our social media profile pages there. We have a Linktree account, and along that Linktree will be a link straight to that page. And you can shop for a whole bunch of different items with our various different logos. And we get a portion of everything that you buy there. And that helps us, you know, with the cost that it takes to uh, do this show. And you get to wear some of our cool stuff uh, when you're at home, at the parks, whatever it may be. Yeah. And as we've mentioned recently, they've been uh, adding some things to it. And the logos, there are various ones there to choose from. So, uh yeah, we'd love it if you'd shop there. Yes, mm-hmm. please do. And we, like I said, lots of great stuff. We just bought some new stuff ourselves from there, and mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to, to getting some more items and maybe working on some new logos and interesting stuff com- in the coming year. So nice. we'll see what happens with that. Another great way is to become a Patreon member of the show. If you just go to Patreon.com/slash Hyperion Adventures Podcast, we have tiers there starting as low as two dollars per month, and you can get some swag and some other things just by doing that. And I know Michelle has a lot of stuff planned for our Patreon members coming in the near future yeah yeah i'm going to be reaching out about an episode that we have coming up uh i think it's in november but i want to invite our patreons to participate in that um and every once in a while i do send things specifically just to the patreons yeah, too, so, so yeah you'll want to be a part of that for sure and thanks to everybody who is already yes. a patreon member of this show now before we get into this week's episode we always like to take a like look back at the week that was and even though it's been a rather Ooh. tough week for those <laughs> of us here in florida and maybe those of us up those of you who are up and around the south carolina and everything area as ian went all the right. way up to there recently um still we find that there's these little gems, these little bright spots within the week uh, that we like to focus on more than the negative. You know, this is the show of positivity, and that's what we like to focus on. So we'd like to look back at our favorite thing from this week. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, <laughs> fantastic, all things great wow. in the world. She has the best lists. She does the best <laughs> research. You know she has the best tips, but she almost always has the best my favorite thing mm. from this week. So, Michelle, what is your favorite thing from this week? Um, originally, I was thinking of saying uh, that we did okay with the hurricane. Uh, but, no, I think my favorite thing was uh, we had talked about some possible rescheduling of a cruise that we had to postpone. And we, we looked at things and finally determined and booked our next Disney cruise that'll be coming up in January of 2023 on the newest Disney wish. Yeah. Uh, that's my favorite thing from this week is too. I'm really excited to be sailing aboard the Disney wish. Um, yeah. The, that, the other fun thing about that was that, um, between the regular, we're, we're looking at a deluxe ocean view and we decided I, when doing the research found that the family size 
was $12 total difference, I think, or $14. And it's like, wow, that was a nice find to, for just $14 more. We get a larger cabin. Larger cabin, mm-hmm. um, a little more spacious. Yeah. And uh, we'll be enjoying that and just checking out all the fun stuff aboard the brand new Disney Wish, which we're very, right. very excited about. So yeah, but I'm looking, sorry, I interrupted That's you. okay. Um, I, that's kind of the way the day is going. I'm interrupting <laughs> you. You're interrupting me. <laughs> we're just kind of in that mode today for whatever reason. Yes. It's all good. It's all good. Anyway, yes, that's my favorite thing from this week as well. I'm excited to do a lot of the planning, um, looking into everything that is aboard that ship, especially since there have been several people that have done it now. So mm-hmm. we can kind of get an idea of what to expect going into it, you know, without trying to spoil too much. I'll have to avoid, you know, the hashtag real men love frozen dining experience because <laughs> uh, I don't want to find out until I get there. I want to find out what goes on until I get there. But I'm very excited about it all. So that's great. Another interesting thing from this week is that we got an email from one of our great Hyperion adventures, Scott in Minnesota, who mentioned he's going to be going aboard the Disney Wish coming at the end of January and then taking a trip here to Walt Disney World. And he asked us if we'd like to meet up with him and his lovely wife and his daughter for, you know, maybe in the parks, maybe for a cocktail, you know, meal, whatever. And well, I'm here to tell you now, Scott, that we are going to meet up with you for uh, a cocktail or two or maybe five or maybe several <laughs> nights of cocktail because guess what that cruise we just booked happens to be on the same date you are going to be aboard the Disney Wish too so Scott if you're listening um, we'll see you aboard the Disney <laughs> Wish uh, at the end of January I know that's so funny that it turned out that way I remember I had forgotten he had mentioned that he was going to be going on a, a Disney cruise I think he put that on his favorite things a, a while back uh, for yeah. the week and um so that's kind that's of not why we booked it, but no, it is a fun coincidence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no, that'll cool. be fun. So we're looking forward to Scott. If you're listening, we're looking forward to it. And anybody else wants to come on that cruise with us, um, just come on. We'll have a, we'll have a great time for sure yeah. out there on the high seas. So that's enough about last week. Let's go ahead and move on to this week's show. I actually have a lot of stuff for you this week, including we now know the all-star lineup that will be heading up Epcot's Candlelight Processional this holiday season. We'll be breaking that down for you. Also, there is a guest favorite late night event that is returning to the most magical place on earth. We'll tell you all about that. And we may be seeing a lot more of everybody's favorite purple dragging in the near future. We'll tell you what that's about as well. But enough about all that. We're very excited for this. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. been a long time coming. I actually didn't even realize how long it's been until we were just talking with them before we started hit record here. But it's been since 2020 that we've talked to Frank and Jen from Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. How can that be, Michelle? It's just phenomenal. It's been way too long and we totally miss you all. Um, But, you know, of course, we're, we're hearing each other all the time. So I guess maybe that's why it feels like we're together more. But well, let's not keep them waiting any yeah. longer. Frank, Jen, Theme Park Thursday with Diddlos Diz. Welcome back to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Woo! Yay! Thank Hello. You. 
I still don't believe this. And I'm going to be doing some research and find us talking somewhere since 2020. I refuse to believe it. That's right. I mean, I did sign an agreement prior to this recording that said Michelle will not ask us any trivia questions prior. That was important. I'm going to hold her to that. I <laughs> don't want to cease Shame. and desist coming in here from Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Tears anytime. <laughs> Um, guys, um, it's so great to connect with you once again. Um, you know, we love your show. We love you guys. You guys are some of the best people in the Disney creator community. And, um, this is, this is going to be really fun. And, um, we have many reasons to bring them on, but I think the, the one that really inspired us to make sure this happened was that recently they did something that, well, one of them hasn't done in, I think it's about 10 years and the other one hasn't ever done. And that's go on a Disney cruise. Yeah. That's right. Guilty. I've never, I, this was my first one in August. It was, it was about time is really, I guess the, <laughs> it was about uh, time. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and go into this interview. What were your expectations? I know Jen, you've been on a Disney cruise, so you had at least a little knowledge going in. Frank, you had never been on. What were your expectations go, leading into this cruise? Oh, she's nodding to me because I had never been. Well, this was a, a a complete family cruise. It was Jen's family. It was my family. And it was Mama and Papa Dillo because they were celebrating their 50th anniversary. Jen and I separately with our spouses celebrating 10 years. So I think for that, you know, it was going to be cool no matter what. Uh, personally, I'm not the best uh, uh, best on the high seas. I get a little bit of the seasick. So I'm always, there's always that looming over me. Um, you know, I I was I was hopeful that I like cruising. That's why I keep going, even though it, it can make me queasy <laughs> on occasion. But uh, I expected a level up here from uh, a Disney cruise for the first time. And and usually we call it dilloing the expectations. We try to keep it cool. But there was a little there was a little bit of the it was peeking through a little bit the high expectations. Yeah, for sure. And I think as we got closer to the cruise we realized how little we had planned for the cruise <laughs> which is very dillo to not plan trips however with a with a cruise when you're away for a week it's like oh, maybe we should have looked into some stuff a little bit more i don't know <laughs> um but yeah i think we were kind of the expectation was sort of like we're all gonna do this together this will be the first time for my kids to be on any cruise only the second for Frank six-year-old and so like we really don't know how they're gonna be so let's just let it all roll and if we're in the pool every day that's great and that'll be it but um yeah I think we were definitely dillowing the expectations as much as possible <laughs> so what was the itinerary you were on the Disney fantasy correct yes eastern Caribbean so uh we stopped at St. Thomas Tortola and Castaway Key. And then uh, I think it was, yeah, three days of islands, three days at sea. So I uh, didn't get off the boat until Castaway Key. Frank and his family got off at St. Thomas. Um, so there, there, there was a little bit there. And then we all stayed on the boat for Tortolas because we kind of like the, ooh, the pools are a little emptier mm -hmm, today. Yeah. Let's stay here. Right. <laughs> um, and then for, I don't even know which beach you went to in St. Thomas, right? Oh, man, don't you got to quiz me. Jen's asking the quiz questions That's right. now. Put me on the which, spot. Uh, you could have asked me a couple of weeks ago. I would have remembered. I don't yeah. remember. We just, we know, if we just looked at the board, we said, that's the one we recognize. How much is yeah. the cat fare? Let's go. <laughs> 
Yes. Well, I like that it was a whole family affair, too. Yeah. You had your parents along, you had the kids along, the whole family was there. That had to be a, a wonderful experience for them. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. And I think that was probably Mama and Papa Dillo are big cruisers for our whole lives. They are very big cruisers. This was their first cruise in a post-COVID world or a, mm -hmm. a current COVID, whatever, a uh, COVID world. And yes. <laughs> so, um, but they leading up to it, you know, if you ask them, they were most excited to kind of just experience it through the kids' eyes. You know, for them, they're like, yep, a cruise, cool. We're happy anytime we're on a cruise. But they were excited to kind of have that time with the kids. And in a way where, you know, being in the parks with them is great, which we got to do for the day before we went on the cruise. But just having like time and not rushing from thing to thing or having, you know, anything strict to do except mm -hmm. eat, drink and be merry. Um, so <laughs> they were looking forward to that the most. So I think that really worked out just to kind of have time together. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So um, this is for each of you to answer separately. Uh, what were some of your unexpected favorite activities? Like you went into the cruise, not either knowing something was going to be happening and you found it like just amazing or something you thought would be, I hope it's going to be fun, but it was really tremendous. <laughs> I say, well, I, I think I'm, I'm going to know Jen's answer, but so I'll try to answer the other way. Is, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, my cast member experience, uh, I was a cast member in the 90s at Walt Disney World, and I worked very closely with the Disney characters characters. Mm -hmm. So the first couple of days, you know, everyone is rushing to the characters. Right. Everyone's waiting. And I was like, this is madness. This is crazy. <laughs> and I'm also old school. So I miss when the characters used to just roam around the park right. and you didn't have to wait in a queue for every single character. So, uh, you know, but I enjoyed, I was enjoying eyeballing the scene and trying to figure out the system and what they were doing <laughs> and how it was all going. I was like into the production side. Of it. And <laughs> As, as things let up a little bit and I started kind of picking up on, oh, how you can catch certain characters just turning a corner or in a hallway or right. go, going from one place to another. Like it was an exponential growth for me over the week of just by the end of the cruise, like all I wanted to do was try to grab a picture with the characters, see right. what the characters were doing, seeing where they were placed. I thought which costumes they were wearing. I, all of that to me was like, it, it hit that nostalgic side of me, which is rare to hit the, the, the cast member nostalgia side of me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that I think was, you know, the most surprising thing because I, I found myself taking more pictures and trying to see who was around. And uh, I really got great enjoyment out of that. Cool. Yeah, we had said that there were times where we'd run into characters and feel like, oh, we're getting in their way or, oh, they probably have to right. be somewhere. And we're no, like they're just walking around, hanging yeah. out. And we're like, oh, you're just the princesses are stopping, talking to our girls right. and getting on their level. Want to see what crafts they did that day. Wanna, and we're like, what is happening? What is this world? We're in? This is amazing. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, so I, I knew he would know my answer. So for me, um, I had no expectations that my kids would definitely go to the Oceaneer Club. Mm -hmm. I right. had hopes maybe they would at least yes. try it. Maybe they'd do it for a day. They were, they were obsessed with it. <laughs> all three of them were. That's all they wanted to do. They We didn't even do the show on the last night right. because they would have rather been at the club at the club <laughs> um so for me that was like very unexpected because pretty much 
aside from seeing Frozen and Aladdin every other night, the grownups were together having some drinks and the kids were in the Oceaneer Club having the time of their lives. They also got to see characters in there, but they were playing games. They were, you know, doing crafts. (laughs) They both were coming. All three of them actually were coming back with backpacks of just crafts in there. And (laughs) oh, I have one on the desk, right? Here's a Mickey stick, you know, so like (laughs) it was nonstop and any spare minutes we had, they wanted to be there. So that was unexpected. And I think for us, we knew that the Oceaneer Club would be cool. I had heard there was an Andy's room, but we got to see it mm-hmm. on our last our last day, right before we went off to Castaway Key. Mm-hmm. We were kind of letting the crowds get off the boat first, and we went up, and there was an open house, and we were like, this place is amazing. <laughs> we want to hang out here. It was so cool. So that definitely, like, exceeded expectations for sure cool. yeah yeah i think you're speaking to, right to us in the fact that these are things that we've talked about before is right. like one of them when we go on disney cruises are one of our favorite things and why we love it so much is how you can just turn a corner and there's pluto or you turn yep. a corner and uh-huh. there's tiana yeah right. i mean it's just it's one of those amazing things that y- you can only get from a disney right. cruise and and the same thing is like you know we we tend to cruise just uh, ourselves now not with children but in the past we have cruise with our own kids and mm-hmm. with friends, kids and everything else. And we know how the Oceaneer club and the Oceaneer lab and like it, it is the best kids club at sea and how they can get mm-hmm. so caught up in it that they just, that, that's it. They're, you know, you'll hardly see them for the entire cruise. <laughs> because, right, exactly. you know, you're always fighting to have this family vacation right. because they want to go do their thing. But it also is nice because it gives you that time where you can go and enjoy your own version of the club yes (laughs) exactly (laughs) for sure um aside from those things you know i I know frank i think you've been on other cruises as well i'm not sure jen if you've been on other Mm -hmm. cruises how would you compare them to some other cruises that you've been on well i mean i i've been on royal caribbean and celebrity i think Mm -hmm. we did norwegian when we were kids and you know i i my mindset kind of had to shift a little and we can, we can say why in a, in a, in a second, <laughs> I guess, but um, for Royal Caribbean, we did a big uh, Mediterranean cruise, my wife and I in, in 2013. And so that became a very high bar to <laughs> reach over time in terms of, of the ports and the food right. and, the, sure. and the, and the, and the size of the ship and what's, you know, the, all the little tastings and the offerings that they had, because that was definitely a, a thing for me, was whether COVID, not COVID, uh, you know, the dealing with the app, I found very challenging prior mm-hmm. to the cruise. And you're old because of- <laughs> right. mm-hmm. much I'm seven and a half years older than Jen. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that, that, but even I was like, what are they doing? Why can't I, it felt like they were releasing little things every day. I was like, I felt like they were playing games with me. I thought it was very <laughs> personal towards me. And, <laughs> and and so I hadn't dealt with that part of it before. So I felt with the, uh, the technological side of it, it, it made for a bit of a challenge. And mm-hmm. uh, the lines on the Disney cruise are so long at Crest yeah. Relations, where I used to I used to like talking to the people at the desk. I never even went near the desk <laughs> <laughs> this time around. Right, right. <laughs> what about you, Jim? What did you think? Um, I... For me, so to about I, 10 years ago, we went on a four night on the wonder. And so we had loved the service, loved the food. Mm-hmm. And we have also been on celebrity and MSC and 
um, have we been on Norwegian? I don't know. Princess we were on. We loved our princess mm-hmm. cruise. So, you know, we never really had bad cruise experiences, but once we went on Disney, we were like, well, how are we supposed to go back? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, you know, again, it was just everything was taken up a notch of just, right. you know, oh, we've never had a bad cruise or bad food or bad service, but Disney, yeah. it's Disney service. You're yeah. getting everything. It's amazing. Um, and I think, you know, and we discussed it a little bit, I think in one of our post shows that we do that, I, I think our expectations food wise on this cruise were really high. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's just the current state of the world or Mm -hmm. what it is. The food wasn't bad. I think it just didn't meet the expectations Mm -hmm. we had. And I think for Frank, he was like, oh, this food's going to be phenomenal. We're on a Disney cruise. And he was like, huh, what's happening? Is this this what you guys were raving about 10 years ago? (laughs) What's happening? So, you know, that didn't quite meet our expectations, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, But then you, we are in this new world of being parents so that, you know, the things like the Oceaneer Club and getting all the character interactions, uh, that's about the kids, right? Not about us at all. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, that is, you know, outweighing everything else. So um, I I think it all evened out, but I, I still feel like you know, there, there is something magical about a Disney cruise in comparison to other cruises out there. And I think we found that too, with the food in regards to the food that, you know, it's not what Disney does best Mm -hmm. on the cruise. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've been on many other cruise lines as well, and they all do something well. Some of the food is better and Mm -hmm. others not so much, but they all have something they kind of do well. Um, Disney, it's the entertainment in my Mm -hmm. opinion. I don't know about what, what, what do you two think? Oh yeah. Cause we, and we saw Aladdin and frozen on uh, the ship and yeah, I, I mean those shows, I sometimes I'll go to shows on other cruises and sometimes I won't, or right. I'll see a comedian or whatever it is. I don't know that I've ever gone to something of this caliber, I guess, but these shows were, I mean, I, I think frozen probably won out for us over Aladdin, but they were both amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag real men love frozen. (laughs) Get your merch. (laughs) Yeah. And I think with the, with the food, it it was a high expectation. It is what, I mean, you go to the theme parks, you kind of like, well, you know, you kind of know what the food is at the theme parks. Why should it be any different? And But it was also, it was just weird that it was also the menu offerings for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't feel, usually I go on a cruise and I'm like, oh, I don't know which of these three entrees to choose right. from. And I would struggle for one on right. some nights. Mm-hmm. And I thought mm-hmm. that was so strange. Yeah. And uh, when I found myself choosing the Mickey ice cream bar over the districts <laughs> that are listed on the right. menus on a couple of nights, I it just, it gave me pause. So it was a lot of, it was, you know, could it be the, the you know, the supply chain issues, the, right. you know, the quality of the food they're going after these days, the staffing and what the, the culinary staff is capable right. of, you know, what this, how many people are back there in the kitchen. It could be all of these things. Right. But at the end of the day, I was often surprised by, wow, there's really nothing I want to choose from. <laughs> right, right. What is that yeah. about? Yeah. Well, yeah. That, happens. that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so too. Um, so I'm curious to know, how did you all address C days? Like what, what was your thought process of, gee, we're going to have a C day. So what are your plans? <laughs> um, I 
I I think the one of the best things about especially we hadn't been on a cruise in years for for me I hadn't been on a cruise since I had kids so it had been a good eight plus years mm-hmm. um so it we me and Mr. Snydillo walked away from that cruise going oh so nice to like not have plans and not have this schedule to keep and not have to worry about anything except like we should eat um so you know <laughs> our days were centered around we usually all met up for breakfast. Mm-hmm. We would go to the pool for a while. And then I think some some days the kids would go to the kids club for a little bit, but we always wanted to squeeze in a nap. Uh, again, yeah. this is about the kids, right? <laughs> Not about us at all. Um, so we kind of like work in this family nap time and this way the kids could stay up a little later in the kids club and we could stay up a little later. (laughs) I mean, Tom, you were talking about your bedtime earlier. I too enjoy an early bedtime. (laughs) I needed a nap if I was going to make it through. Um, But yeah, I think the simplicity of sea days of like, yeah, let's hang out at the pool and watch, you know, some Pixar movies and let's take a nap when we want to and whatever it, it just, it was nice and easy i would say for for me (laughs) yeah especially in the early sea days i mean i never it's always every cruise has been different of how i react to things so like this time around i went back to the patch i hadn't used the patch in a while the patch always makes you irritable so i got to get rid of the patch (laughs) and it's like what and then it's the medication and which medication am i taking all the medication and whatever else i have (laughs) you know i can't drink for a couple days but i want to drink so (laughs) how does that factor into all the things so it's a little bit about pacing <laughs> myself on, on the sea days uh but this was a very smooth cruise for sure nice. so uh i i didn't i didn't have the normal oh my god the boat is just, <laughs> the boat is just moving <laughs> and i'm moving in the opposite direction what's <laughs> happening uh so yeah and i think you know we talked about man just one cruise you think we could just sit at the pool for a week and watch funnel vision all day <laughs> into the night like how how would that go we just the yeah. movies you get sucked into those movies mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah. yes it, it's amazing to just look around as like inside out is starting and you just see all these adults sitting on the edge of the pool just staring <laughs> up at the screen no longer paying attention to their children it doesn't matter they're all just watching people are in lounge chairs getting some sun while watching what happens to riley and her emotions um, <laughs> i think we haven't shared this picture yet frank and we might have to of that one of those first two early sea days where you're probably knocked out from whatever contra- con- combination of things you were taking and you were just passed out mm-hmm. on a chair right next to the pool and i was like well that's content if i've ever seen it so that's a, that's a scoop a for you guys right there. Maybe, right. i don't know i like it i like it um and we, we i tell you what we uh, kind of treat most of our cruises especially to the caribbean mm-hmm. and to mexico because we've done them mm-hmm. so many times similar to what you do is that every day is a sea day because we're very rarely getting off on those ports because we've been there a few times yeah so. mm-hmm. Right. So that, that that makes it even that much better. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I think. Ca- oh, sorry. No, ahead, oh, Castaway Key was like a oh, definite yeah. for us. Like we oh, want yeah. to right. get off there, that was... and that island was amazing. Mm-hmm. As it, you know, when we went, it was before we had kids. So you know, going as one year newlyweds to <laughs> Castaway <laughs> Key, we're like we're heading to the adult right. side, and we're just sitting. So it was a different vibe this time, but. 
It was awesome. We even convinced Mama and Papa Dillo to get off the ship because they're seasoned cruisers. They also just like to stay on right. the boat because they've been everywhere and done it. But we got them off and they had a great time where they we were all in the water pretty much the entire time except for eating lunch. And so that was great. So, yeah. Cool. And I'd like to confirm that it was Sapphire Beach. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I didn't want to leave your listeners hanging. Right, right. Oh, we'll never know what beach was it. <laughs> Look for the Frank was here sign in the sand. That's right. <laughs> it's um, all in rocks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Frank, um, I also suffer from seasickness uh, mm-hmm. a lot. So um, what works for me and, you know, again, everybody is different, but bow nine mm-hmm. works for me. So I don't know mm-hmm. if you want to try that. Yeah, I've Doesn't... done the bow nine before. Didn't do the bow nine this time. Yeah. Maybe it's a little less stick. drowsy for me and I, I just kind of like it better, but to each his own. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on back to a little bit of the food. Did you guys try either of the specialty restaurants, uh, either uh, Remy or Palo while you were on the ship? Yeah, so I had done uh, Palo nine years ago. So uh, Palo dinner nine years ago. So I was like, I'm okay if I don't, um, but I would like to try brunch. So I, we had put ourselves on a brunch waiting list, but then Frank and Mrs. Delo had made a dinner reservation. So they actually did dinner, um, I think, kind of like halfway through the cruise, right? I think it was the night before, too. You went to brunch. If I yes, recall, yes, because we had to convince mm-hmm. Judy to, to get, right. you, get you in. <laughs> <laughs> Judy was a wonderful cast member at uh, Palo. When we finished dinner, uh, she made the assumption that we were coming back for brunch the next day. And that, well, she said, you're on, you, you know, you are, you're on the waiting list for tomorrow. And I think based off of how much wine we paid for on that dinner, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that she was like, oh, why don't you come to the brunch tomorrow so you can spend as much money as you did last <laughs> as you did tonight. And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's my, my sister. And so then it became a little, a little, uh, I want to say uh, a test of wills of whether or not Judy would put us on the list, <laughs> uh, with Jen on the list. And eventually Judy complied. And, oh, well, <laughs> but she was great. She was, she's one of those people that, you know, you can't, when you get great service, right? You expect like the nice and smiles and everything else. But peppy. yeah, the peppy. <laughs> but Judy had an edge and like maybe a New York edge with that, with that customer with that Disney service behind it. So I appreciate like when it's not the typical great yeah. customer service. It's still great customer service because she, she was having fun. She was having fun pulling my strings a little bit. <laughs> I think, and, I think yeah. we've had Judy and Paolo before. Uh, I was gonna yes. say, you guys look like you know Judy several times. Maybe offline will give you some stories. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I like it. Well, everyone else should say hi to Judy now from yes. Tom Michelle and the Cardillos <laughs> as they next time they're at Palo. Exactly. That's so yeah, funny. She um, has a long history there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like that I, like it. <laughs> I look forward to further conversations. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jen, so you got to do brunch? I did. Um, and it was uh, awesome. And we sat there and said, oh, well, on this next cruise we all do, we're all coming to brunch. Um, yeah, I... I had also heard, and I didn't know how this true this was, that like, oh, maybe Palo dinner wasn't as worth it anymore as like Palo brunch was or whatever the case. But, um, you know, 
I also feel like we made the mistake of having breakfast that day. I mean, mm. our reservation wasn't until 1230, mm. but you can't eat for about three days before right, doing right. Apollo brunch because yeah. there is just so much food. Right. It was also a day I had been feeling the boat a little bit more. <laughs> so oh. I was like, oh, I can make it through. I can do this. Um, but everything was amazing. Mm. And, you know, you could also probably just sit there all right. day and they he even asked that he was like you have anywhere to be you have any other specific plans we're like well we have children's pickup he's like okay any other tastings anywhere <laughs> anything time sensitive we're like our children need to be picked up again but no otherwise we're good but you know he was it, everything you're not feeling rushed right they'll bring out the courses whenever you're ready for them mm -hmm. and yeah, everything was delicious. I am now gluten free for the last year or two. So <laughs> I made some substitutions, but nice. still some things weren't substituted. And then I just stared at them and wished <laughs> I could have them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was amazing. And I know Frank did the wine pairings as he kind of spoke about it a little bit, but I don't know. What did you eat? I don't know if I know what you ate. Did we, did we discuss about? that? We did. Well, we, we kind of, uh, Mrs. Dill and I kind of split the difference down the line. So, but we ended up both having the beef because we were not happy with the beef in the oh, dining right. room. Mm -hmm. So we're like, we're getting beef tonight because we're expecting it to be better. <laughs> it, was, it was delightful, and uh, so that that was good. And yeah, we you know the calamari and the you know, and then we split the desserts too. I had the the chocolate souffle, mm -hmm. and uh, and then she had. Oh, man, I'm blanking on what she had. I'm not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Give the answer in 10 minutes. Don't worry, everybody. <laughs> he just blurts out answers every once in a while. Like, what's that about? It's a tease, Remember right? 25 we, minutes we, ago? That's right. We, we appreciate you keeping the yeah. listeners around. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next answer. She had the lemon. She had the limoncello tart. Oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah. choices we're um yeah. we're we're huge fans of both meals but we would love we we love palo brunch like that is yeah. a must do every single time so yes glad you got your experience it, jen yeah, there was a bit yeah. of a time constraint. Mm -hmm. I felt because like, you know they say Remy is like uh, a day and a half. You say, yeah. is that true? <laughs> like what? Is yes. It? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's a pure European. Like you know, you know, if you go to Europe and you're you're going to dinner, you're going to be there for four or five hours. That's Remy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gosh. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it's just amazing the whole process of it. It's but, also an amazing yeah. bill at the end of the night. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, so I know you all talked about um, winning some things, and I know I'm not asking any trivia questions <laughs> ever again. But you would be so proud, Michelle. <laughs> yes, I want to know. Like, when you're there, how competitive are you all during <laughs> the trivia games, trivia challenges? I'm going to let Jen explain it. <laughs> a good bird's eye view. I think so. The first one we did was that the movie quotes? Or no, no, no. The villains the quotes second, was the last. The villains one. quotes was the last one. The what first was one was it? like a general pop culture. It wasn't Disney. It wasn't completely ba Disney based. It was more right, right. broad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we were. <laughs> I I was doing what I did a lot in high school, which is look over at someone else's paper, and I <laughs> would do that to Frank every once in a while. <laughs> so it'd be like the six of us at a table, and and. 
you know, sometimes I would know something. I'm like, yeah, I got that one. I totally know it. Mama and Papa Dillo were like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. We don't, I don't, what's happening. <laughs> and then every once in a while, I would see Frank like immediately as the question was asked, he was like writing something down. I'm like, what do you, how do you, what'd you, what'd you say? What was it? <laughs> huh? Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. I'll do that. So there was a little bit of that going on. So then as we're <laughs> tallying up all of the answers towards the end, they, you know, we also appreciate there's no fact checking on any right, of this. Right. So <laughs> I don't want to give that away. Don't cheat anybody out there. So have fun and be, right. be honest. Be honest. The nobody's, honor system. Nobody's checking. So <laughs> it's like, how many had over 10? How many had over this? And so they finally get to, I don't even know what you had. Was this a 28 and a half or something? It was, was that that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what? And I think someone else said shenanigans. I, I don't think someone believed right. that it happened, but Frank wins trivia. Wow. <laughs> So I would I thought you guys weren't good and... test takers. <laughs> well, this is I'm why I don't not. like to get too competitive yes. about it. I don't, I'm not good. And to that point of the question, the Dillo's competitiveness is probably maybe what you would expect where we're Dillowing it the whole time. We're just writing down whatever. And like, we don't care. And none of this is going to mean anything. And it's not going to come to anything. So when it does... You've never seen Frank so excited in his life. He was so happy. Hands were up in the air. He was like shock on his face. He couldn't believe that he won. They gave us some nice Disney Cruise Line tote bags. They gave like four. So we're passing them out. We're all having a tote bag now. We were all very wow. we're like, this was a successful night. This was amazing. Yes. I played I played baseball until my first year of college. And uh, so I tried tried to, you know, I've, I've watched many, many people over the years fall to the level of competitiveness and just watch them fall. So I was always kind of like, I don't want to be you. And then eventually I fell too. <laughs> but, you know, something like this where I know it's going well, I'm like, oh, don't get, don't get into it. Don't get, I, I'm answering a lot of questions. Don't, don't get, don't get worked up about it. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. The Disney villains uh, quotes. Yes. Uh, trivia at the end of the week. I mean, I would have liked to have checked the, that other team's paper at the end there. Cause That's they, true. You just I missed know. out. You were yeah. second. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But even Mrs. Dillo, to her credit, nailed a couple of, and she's she the, up on the on the Disney fandom throughout the family, Mrs. Dillo at the bottom. Yeah. And, <laughs> but she was like, Sir Hiss. And I was like, what? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> this cruise has rubbed off on you. <laughs> and I <Yes>. like it. <laughs> and shout out to Meg, who was the um, trivia master. Mm -hmm. She was doing all the trivia at um, our new favorite location. And now I'm blanking on the name of the pub. <laughs> What's the name of the pub? Uh, right? O'Gills, right? O'Gills, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Love it there so much. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to shout out to Sunny. Also. Sunny, yes. <laughs> Took care of Jen all week with her coffee drink. <laughs> Love it. Very Love good. it so much. <laughs> um, so I'm interested to know, did you get to catch any of the morning shows, like with the cruise director giving like a rundown of what's the exciting things of the day and you know, what were your thoughts on that if you did? 
Well, as the week went, I would say, I'll just say no. Um, (laughs) Short answer is no. (laughs) As the week went on and the kids were out later, they, for a change, at least mine did. I can't speak for Jen's children who never really sleep past the crack of dawn, but my child uh, was uh, sleeping later into the morning uh, with every every hour that she went to bed later, which was lovely. And <laughs> and and I really want to know what blackout curtains they use on the ship so that we can have them in her room every day of the year. <laughs> so no, I did not. We did uh, encounter him uh, mm-hmm. at the at the start of the cruise when we first. Jen didn't really until after the fact mm-hmm. and uh and that was really our only interaction except uh, prior to the shows yeah and i uh i think halfway through i'm like i haven't really heard announcements i don't know what's going on on this boat i don't know anything and that's very odd for me on a cruise i'm usually very up to date on what we're doing what all the activities are and i was like oh well, that's because they're not piping into the rooms, which I appreciate uh, for the kids. And they, uh, my kids are taking over the TV as soon as they wake up and they're just going to on-demand Disney Junior shows. So I have no idea what's happening. So I think when we saw him, we probably saw him on oh, the, on the Aladdin night, because that was the night before Castaway mm. Key, I think. So he came out before or frozen he came out before frozen i think and kind of talked about what would be happening on castaway key mm-hmm. and what time we were getting there and everything and i'm like hey, i haven't seen this guy the entire cruise <laughs> not realizing i met him the first day we immediately walked on the boat but um yeah we we this cruise i was the least knowledgeable about i mean i guess on the app you saw things right, but right. you know in a in a typical sense <laughs> I, I missed a newsletter on my bed at night or under the door in the morning i need yeah. like, i need it in print agreed agreed <laughs> yeah. i'm okay with the app but i get it there's something nice about having it right there and like getting it every night and you see that you get back to your after dinner to your room and it's there and you start perusing through it planning out your next day there is something better than, than you know being on your phone like you're kind of trying to break away from that when right. you're on vacation, right especially on a so. cruise yeah yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I do kind of miss that. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I did realize like at that first day we were like, so where, where's the, we kept calling it the non wind jammer. Where is <laughs> Cabana's now? Where's the place you get the buffet breakfast? How we, we have missed this on the boat. And then we're trying to, I'm looking on the app. I'm like, I swear I am missing it there. I know this exists on this boat. Where do you go for breakfast? And I think I still kind of had texting that night. And I'm texting my friend who had just come back. I'm like, where is this? He's like, it says it on the, you do not have the app. I'm like, maybe I have the wrong app. I don't know. I don't see it. But like then the next day it was loaded. And I'm like, oh, here it is. I just had to be patient. I didn't realize. But I'm like, where is this place? And we have to find it. And she says, I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) Kicks in sometimes. (laughs) Well, um, also wanted to know, like, are there any things that you would recommend for people who haven't been on a cruise either recently or at all? Kind of like your situations that are like, this is a must do, you know, especially for a Disney cruise. 
It's hard because because it's hard to sit there and say, watch the movies, right? Because you're like, you're on a cruise. (laughs) So to go into the theater or to watch Funnel Vision, but they're, they're, you know, obviously the big screen on the top deck of the cruise is amazing. So how could you not recommend that? And even the the theater inside is amazing for the Mm -hmm. movie screenings. Uh, And I'll also say that uh, while we did not complete it, um, the Muppet scavenger hunts that they have throughout (laughs) the the ship was, was a lot of fun and I thought a brilliant use of the Muppets which you know we're always into (laughs) a good utilization of the Muppets and uh, I I really enjoyed that and uh, you know it's a good it's a good exercise uh, you know if you have a couple hours to spare yeah I I agree with all of that Um, and I did think of 10 years ago when I had gone that I think we saw Wreck-It Ralph in the movie theater. And as we were watching it, we were like, should we be doing this? We're on a cruise. What are we doing in the movie theater? But there was like something about it that made it amazing. And during that cruise, we also loved at night, especially going up to Funnel Vision and watching the movies. And it's like, just, you get like a different kind of Disney breeze. You know, we like the Disney breeze. It's a little bit different, but it's that same vibe where you're just out on the water it's night it's peaceful you're watching a movie that's like a comforting movie because it's disney and so we had said that you know if our kids had gone to the oceaneer club and it was just me and mr snydillo on the boat we'd be up there every night probably you know we were trying to be social with the family (laughs) and you know (laughs) hang out together on this family vacation and have some drinks and see what else the ship had to offer. But had it just been us, we may have snuck up there and done that a few times. <laughs> um, and even I was planning on trying to get the kids up there one night too. But you know, we're we're no competition with that Oceaneer Club. Right. So um, <laughs> I think also maybe kind of just walking the ship is kind of a must do mm-hmm. because of those character interactions right. that don't think on those first day or two where you see those lines that's like well great i'm never getting a picture with anybody right. on this ship if you just walk around oh my goodness you'll see so many i mean frank had this whole party with goofy at one point they were <laughs> up the steps down the steps they were posing in different places we're like is he trying to leave us no we're still in it together okay what's happening uh so and we watched rapunzel with a little girl you know and she right. was bringing bringing her all around to show her different characters she was seeing and it was like this is also magical. Mm-hmm. We love it. Right. Uh, so yeah, I would say kind of just like take it all in. There's so many details on the boat. Mm-hmm. There's so many, you know, little carvings and things and the pictures and mm. the pictures that move and there's just so much happening. Right. <laughs> and I know, and, I remember you on your show talking about the background music that mm-hmm. as you're walking around and yes. Yeah. By, by the way, Star Wars Day at Sea. I don't think they don't have those anymore. Right. They may come. Yeah. Hopefully, they come back eventually. But um, when you wake up that morning, because it's only one day, and then suddenly it's just Star Wars music all the way through. John Williams being uh, right through. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I haven't. I don't think even Jen knows this that because I wasn't again we ill prepared right. But I was like maybe there's going to be something on the sign Star Wars related. So without telling Mrs. Dillo, I had packed my Jedi robe costume. <laughs> And and my six year old's Princess Leia costume and like packed it like at the bottom, like underneath everything so it could never be found. I never used it, but it was there just in case. Being That's prepared. Really funny. That's pretty yes. good. <laughs> uh, how'd you guys like? Did you like the, the deck parties, the pirate party? Um, did you take part in some of those? 
some of those fun yeah activities? so we went up uh for pirate night uh it was insanity uh, <laughs> i feel like you kind of we because we went higher than uh the pool level right and so we were able to look down, which is kind of just like looking down at Main Street during fireworks. Right. It's just <laughs> a wall of people. Um, so although our spot was pretty windy and blew off my pirate bandana a couple of times, uh, it was kind of a cool spot because then we got to see like Captain Hook ran up the steps right next to us and, you know, all that kind of stuff is going on. But I love the the theme nights and how many people get into it. I mean, and, and overall as a, we haven't tangented much. I have to do it a little bit um, that as we were doing that scavenger hunt, we were passing a lot of rooms and we did not really realize that we should have decorated our door because <laughs> this is all the rage. Yeah. And we're like, Oh my God, these are seasoned Disney cruisers. <laughs> they know what they're doing. We need to be prepared next time. We need some Dillo's Diz magnets. We need to get on this. Right. Um, but it is cool to see how many people get into the spirit of everything, including the pirate night. But yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun um, to do that. And we, you know, we didn't go too all out. The kids dressed up more than we mm -hmm. did, but we did, you know, we did a little hint of it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. And we were in the um, enchanted garden, I think that night, mm -hmm. were we? Thanks so for pirate night. Yeah. For pirate I mean, night, yeah. And that would be one other thing I would recommend would be try to see if you can line up your night so you get three in the uh, animator's palette. Yes, and if you yeah. get started it so that you start there on a seven night <laughs> and end there so you get three rounds. <laughs> Because we only got two rounds and I wanted three. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we all wanted three. The yeah. My eight-year-old was just complaining yesterday that we weren't in there one more time. And he's like, because mommy put us in the... I, I didn't put us anywhere. <laughs> That's just the itinerary. I didn't do that. But maybe next time we can try for that. <laughs> My like, mommy also wanted to be an animator's palette, right? Okay, so. <laughs> I was feeling the same way. Um, but yeah, the theming is great. And I, I know, you know, we haven't done like the Halloween cruise and mm -hmm. hopefully mm -hmm. they do bring back Star Wars. But I'm like, ooh, those would be really fun to do. Yeah. There would be. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, the Halloween one's great. Yeah, yeah. looking forward yeah. to because um, the Pixar one's starting up now. So right. Oh, right. In, yeah. in place of the Star Wars one. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking mm. to see how they do that on their Pixar dates. Right. So, yeah. Right. That'd be mm. fun too. Um, and 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 I don't. I know you covered this a lot in in your show, and I don't want to take a lot of your time on this. Um, Everybody I, should go listen to their show. Yeah. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, or thanks shows. for having us. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, you know, to talk a little bit about like the Oceaneer Club and everything. And, and the reason I bring that up is actually, um, I think it was the year before the pandemic, we had gone on with some other couples mm -hmm. who had um, some little kids. And at the time, they, they were being a little bit looser with which age groups could go where. And you know, in talking to some of the kids there, you know, because we have to like interview kids now too. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they weren't really as enthusiastic because the activities were kind of more left to do what you want. And mm -hmm. so because there were so many different age groups, I think the counselors were really struggling with, you know, getting groups together to do things. So can you talk about, because I think now it sounds like it has that a little bit more that structure that you know, then kids of the certain age groups could really appreciate what the activities were being presented to them. Yeah, I I almost felt like what really got my eight year old in is knowing 
he could play on an iPad if he went there. <laughs> so, it's like, wait, my iPad doesn't work on this cruise, but if I go here. Um, so yeah, I think the the age ranges are, are pretty big. Um, we were looking at another cruise just to see what their club would offer. And they, like our kids would have been separated because of the eight-year-olds. He would have been aged out or whatever it is. Um, so the fact that they all got to be together, which was mm-hmm. really cool. And I did, you know, at times I felt like I saw older kids when sometimes we would drop them off in that main area on that interactive dance floor of sorts. Um, and I was like, oh, I, I do wonder how some of like the 10, 11 year olds right. feel like, do they feel like I don't want to be here with five year olds or right, what it is? Right. Um, I, so for us, I don't know that uh we could really speak to the wide range. I felt like our kids always found stuff to do. They really liked Pixie mm-hmm. Hollow because there were crafts going on in right. there. Um, but also we had an, um, our, uh, our kids met an awesome counselor, Mr. Moose, uh, <laughs> as he was known on the cruise. So yeah. they really connected with him, especially my eight-year-olds. Uh, they would they would compete in some of mm-hmm. the games and um, some of the online games as well. And he left a note for both of my right. kids on that last morning, that was which was to hear. insanely magical yeah. um, <laughs> and such a surprise. And it was so sweet of him to do. But so that, you know, little Disney magic, especially sure. when you're so sad to be leaving right, um, right, and so unexpected, but he just, he spoke about them and how great they mm-hmm. are and how much fun he had with them. So, you know, whereas in the beginning, I don't know that we could really fully understand what was going on in there as the week <laughs> went on, right. and especially being able to see the different rooms towards the end. Um, I did find like, they always found things to do. You know, none of them were ever bored and none right. of them were ever right. uh, anything like that. And I did like that they could all be together when they wanted to be. And I right. think at times they were all separate and running yeah. around and doing their own thing too. So, cool. yeah. And I know, uh, I guess on the reverse, that my six-year-old, you know, I'm, I'm Jen's more on Long Island. I'm in, I'm in Queens. You know, she just did summer camp with a wide range of uh, ages. And so I feel like that doesn't affect her on the young side. And mm-hmm. I would suspect as she gets a little older that because of what she's experienced right. already, she's that uh, the, if there's a wide range age range that it's not, uh, it doesn't affect her too much. Right. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we've talked a lot about it. Bottom yeah. line, let's get down to it. What's your overall opinion of now of Disney cruise now that you've done it for the first time, Jen, for the first time in 10 years, and do you plan on booking another one anytime soon? <laughs> Frank, I'll let you go first. Well, I think in you know as a as a whole family, I think you know we we, we all turn our heads towards Papadillo because this was his <laughs> right. uh, brain brain child, and you know to see he got everything he wanted out of it. So I think it then trickles down to right. all of us about how it was. I think um, you know again. I had to change my mindset. So seeing it from the kid's point of view, like Mm -hmm. there's nothing better. like this, there's not going to be a cruise line that beats the Disney cruise line for my child in this Mm -hmm. age range. (laughs) You know, she, we did celebrity three years ago in 2019 and she did camp there every day, loved the camp there. Mm -hmm. 
but what's being offered here is not what's being offered there. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, you just can't match that. And, right. you know, you, you guys mentioned Tiana before, and now that's when the light bulb started going off for me a little bit. We were coming back from dinner one night and walked down to our, our room was on the same floor as the, the garden and, and Tiana was just hanging out there and we were like, what's happening right now what what's going on well how did this happen and and the two of them and my, my daughter and her were just having a sass off basically with the hand on the hip and talking back and forth and i was like okay i'm in let's yeah uh, so you know for mrs dillo i i think she is uh, very much she was very big on castaway key mm -hmm. i think whatever this new island uh that they're talking about right. uh, i call it lighthouse lane it's right. not called that <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's going to be called lighthouse point. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think i think any cruise that has two of those um in the mix is it will probably light her up quicker nice. than because she's a very she's a beach person so mm -hmm. um th so that's where that would go there you know the price point is what it is so right that's 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 the the that's the debate with everything disney <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's explaining Disney money to any other mm -hmm. vacation, right? I mean, you can't right. you can't compare because it's two different things. And no, I'm not going somewhere else and spending five hundred dollars on a hotel. But oh, Disney, that's a deal. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know. um, yeah, I I think having moments like living leaving Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique so that our little princesses can meet Cinderella coming around the corner. Right. Like what? How do you beat that ever sure. in life? Um so yeah, and the fact that we were together and the three of the kids get along so well mm -hmm. and we had adjoining rooms and that was just the best thing ever. And yeah. you know, they just wanted to spend every second together. Um so I do think I think it's funny because Papadillo probably halfway through was like, would you do this again? Um, whereas <laughs> we're thinking like this is a once in a lifetime trip, 50, 10, 10. Yeah, this is all this is. It's fine. And already halfway through, he's like, would you do this again? I think I'd do this again. And like all of a sudden it begins. Right. As the week went on more, I was like, would you do this again? Like every year? Would you do this? And it's like. Listen, first of all, twist my arm. I mean, I, <laughs> however many times you want to do this, I am, I will be here. So I think whereas going into the cruise, I would have been like, oh, I don't I don't know how often we'll be doing these. Maybe once every 10 years. Yeah. Now I'm like, well, maybe we will be doing it a little more often. <laughs> Nothing is official yet, yeah. uh, but I, I think it is more possible than I would have thought a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, love hearing your insight. And I mean, we get so wrapped up in our bubble that we've gone, you know, we've been lucky enough to go a lot. So it's good mm -hmm. to hear other people's viewpoints that maybe, you know, Disney fans as well, but right. who haven't been um, and, you know, see if it still lives up to people's expectations right. more than mm -hmm. anything else. So yeah. um, really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Frank, Jen, uh, thank you so much for joining us. It's been way too long. We're so yes. happy to have you back. Have another wonderful conversation. Uh, let everybody know where they can find Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz and follow you on the socials. 
as Jen gestures to me to do the plugs. Well, thank you guys. You guys have moved to our side of the country. Since the last <laughs> it's so nice to be in the same time zone. Yeah. Uh, and before I do the plugs, Tom, if the Mets and the Padres face uh, each other in the playoffs uh, this October, we're going to have to put a little wager in place uh, oh. and, and see how uh, it all goes. Mm, mm. Uh, Padres. Look at that. Padres. It's nice. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to offline about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the podcast theme park Thursday with Delos Diz drops every Thursday on your favorite pod catcher, social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Oh, the TikTok <laughs> at with Delos great numbers. Diz. With great, with our, <laughs> well, those it's just numbers. our biggest following. <laughs> Not us. It's like, oh, we have to keep doing TikTok now. <laughs> at Dillo's Diz, Dillo's with an S, Diz with a Z. We have a Patreon at Dillo'sDizResort.com. We started uh, kind of fine tuning what the levels are. We're offering a little bit more with our live streams over on our Patreon, and that's at Dillo'sDizResort.com. And Otherwise, you know, we keep doing the thing. We're uh, <laughs> DillosDiz.com is the website where you can find your connection to all our things all of the time. YouTube channel, youtube.com slash DillosDiz. I always forget the YouTube channel. <laughs> well, again, yeah, definitely check them out. Their show is excellent. Yes. We love it. We listen every single Thursday. It's one of mm-hmm. our favorites. These guys are great. Um, they're fun follow on social media. So, do it, subscribe, tell your friends, leave a review, do all yeah. the stuff uh, because uh, you won't be disappointed for sure. No, no, it's definitely enjoyable. And we tremendously appreciate your time, the time this evening to come on, you know, kind of late-ish in the evening. Especially <laughs> <laughs> for some time. of us. <laughs> some more than others. <laughs> we appreciate you having us at any time of the day. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, guys. so much fun i you know it's been so long since we've talked with frank and jen you know i mean we've we've interacted with them on social media and stuff but to actually sit down and and have a conversation even if it is virtual with them it was just really good to talk with them and uh hear all about their disney cruise experience right it was totally wonderful and it was especially great uh you know like after post the uh the episode that we had some time to talk with them and just about different things in life and how fun we had a little time i was a little tired because it was pretty late for me considering (laughs) i have to be at work very very early in the mornings (laughs) now but uh it was still great to talk with them and uh we enjoy their company very much and hopefully we can uh start doing this more often i don't want it to be two years in between when we we, we speak with them again so and, and hopefully we can work it out when they happen to be in Florida mm-hmm. again. We just missed them this last time. Right. Um, so hopefully the next time they're down here, we can connect with them in person. That's true. Yeah. That'd be great. That would be great. So let's go ahead and move on to this week's Disney stories of the week. We have a few things for you this week. I'm going to start with, we now know the all-star lineup that will be heading up Epcot's candlelight processional this holiday season this from the disney parks blog they said get ready to fill your holiday season with songs at the candlelight processional returning to epcot international festival of the holidays starting on november 25th 
This time-honored tradition has been a part of the holiday season at Walt Disney World since its opening in 1971. So you can experience the celebrity narrators, the Voices of Liberty acapella ensemble, a 50-piece live orchestra, and glorious masked choirs as they present a heartwarming retelling of this traditional Christmas story. It's one of our favorite Mm -hmm. things during the holiday season for sure. Yeah, it really... It is uh, if you can if you do it early in this in the season, it's really a, a kickstart for your your holidays. Um, or if you wait till closer, it's just kind of a like ah, this is it. It's here and it's exciting and it's it's just a wonderful experience. You can go year after year and just always enjoy it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And we're trying to work out our date that we're going to go this year too mm-hmm. right now uh, because we're going to get to this lineup of celebrities mm-hmm. that will be narrating uh, this year's uh, Candlelight Processional. And it is a, another fantastic list. And I'm going to go down it really quickly here. So uh, beginning... At if you the, want, you can just do the names because... We have in our blog the dates. Okay. Well, here are the names that you'll be going through. And these are actually will be in order without the dates. So mm-hmm. Simu Liu will be kicking it all off. You may know him as Shang-Chi mm-hmm. uh, from the Marvel new franchise. Uh, definitely, he'll be fun to check out. He's, he's He seems like an interesting dude. For yeah. Sure. And it's it's new. He's a new uh, celebrity narrator that hasn't been at the the uh, candlelight processionals yeah. before. So that'll be a lot of fun as well. Not new, who's done it many, many times, returning this year. Edward James Olmos mm-hmm. will be back to do it again. This is amazing. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but uh, oh, I, I take your word for it because yes. he's a he's an amazing dude. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. Yeah. Even though they're all reading from the same kind of overall well, they, script, they, they, they can customize some things to here and there, and they all have their little... Um, parts to it that make it different and in, in fun. They all bring their little flair to yes. it, for sure, for sure. Uh, moving on, Tony Award winner Raul Esparza will be showing up. Whoopi Goldberg, you may know her, Disney legend. Isabella Rossellini, as well. Uh, Shark Tank investor and creator of FUBU, Damon John, is going to yeah. be doing it, which I think is interesting. Yeah. It's his first time right. doing the Candlelight Processional. Also, first time... Josh Gad, Olaf himself, hashtag real men love frozen. (laughs) Spoiler alert. That may be the date we're looking for because we love Josh Gad. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me that this will be his first year doing it. Yeah. And I was surprised by that as well, Mm -hmm. but I'm excited to hear what he brings uh, to the narration of that wonderful event. Also new this year, Gloria Estefan. Another one that I'm a little surprised is new, especially with her Florida base here, you know, so that's cool. Not new, returning guest favorite, Neil Patrick Harris, Mm. of course. Uh, Mariska Hargitay, also new from, of course, Law & Order. I believe it's SVU is the one that Mm -hmm. she does. So that's cool. Baseball favorite, Cal Ripken Jr. is going to be doing it. That's cool. Uh, Maria Osmond. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Courtney Vance is doing it as well. And we're finishing it all up with Angela Bassett. So that is a knockout lineup yes. of, of narrators so this year. So crazy, amazing talent mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And you might want to, if you want, if you're interested in any of them at all, of course, you can just do standby to get in to see them. Uh, but the best way to do it, in our opinion, anyway, mm-hmm. is, is to uh, booking a candlelight processional dining packages, a uh, package. And uh, those go on sale beginning Soon. on October 6th. So uh, if you want to find out more about it, go to EpcotHolidays.com. But yeah, I think they've even added... Or our blog. Or our, Okay, well, there we go. Or our blog. Because <laughs> Michelle is doing all sorts of stuff that I don't even know, but I'm happy that she is. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's a really great way to do it. You Probably you're going to be eating at the parks anyway, mm-hmm. and this will secure you a spot to see one of your favorite right. uh, personalities there doing the narration. So um, really good way to do it. I believe they, they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner mm-hmm. packages mm-hmm. available for you, at least they have in the past. Yeah. So, you know, you don't need to focus on a dinner or, you know, or lunch. If even right. if you just want to do breakfast and do something else like sample the foods around Epcot for your lunch and dinner right. for the festival, the holidays, uh, you'll still have the ability to do that. So definitely check those all out if you really, really want to go. But again, you don't have to do that. You can stand by, but you will be waiting for a while to right. get into those. Yeah. And yeah. there's the line no, forms pretty quick. There's no guarantee, especially for some of these bigger names that you're going to hear on that list right. for sure. So moving on, there is a guest favorite late night event that is returning to the most magical place on earth. Again, we we, uh, return to the Disney Parks blog. They say Disney After Hours events will return to Walt Disney World Resort starting in January of 2023. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these fan favorite experiences are scheduled to kick off January 4 at Disney's Hollywood Studios and January 9 at Magic Kingdom Park. They offer an incredible way to experience even more Disney magic during the last months of the world's most magical magical celebration honoring Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. As I told you, they just turned 51, but we're still in that 50th celebration. Uh, In case you aren't familiar with Disney After Hours, these late night separately ticketed events let you enjoy Walt Disney World theme park for three additional hours after regular park hours with treats such as ice cream, popcorn, and select beverages included. Best of all, the number of tickets for these events is limited, which means lower wait times for some of your favorite attractions. I noticed on some of these dates that one of those for Disney's Hollywood Studios just happens to fall on my birthday. Wow. Mm. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Interesting. If anybody wants to purchase me a birthday present, I will tell you right now, it is the least expensive date. So see, I'm a cheap date. There you go. Um, But uh, yeah, actually, and there are discounts for uh, annual pass holders and Disney Vacation Club members. So I think they knock anywhere from $20 to $30 off the uh, regular price of those. So you want to look into those as well. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good even, you know, especially since they're not um, selling annual pass. Uh, you know, if you want to get a chance to go out in the park, like mm-hmm. on these types of events where it is a lot less people there that getting onto the attractions is a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with those tickets, you can enter the park where the event is taking place as early as 7 p.m., giving you the opportunity to get a jump on the fun. Disney After Hours admission is a separately priced ticket, not included reg- regular daytime park admission, of course. Don't need to worry about getting a reservation mm-hmm. for that. When you buy that ticket, that is your park reservation right. for that, but you can't get in until 7 p.m., just so you know that. Uh, they can be purchased beginning on October 7th, so another thing coming up for sale mm-hmm. this week. Uh, the the prices before the discounts if you're an annual pass holder or a Disney Vacation Club member are ranged from $129 to $159 plus tax for those mm-hmm. evenings. The night that I'm talking about, if you're an annual pass holder, which we are, or a Disney Vacation Club member, which we are, is $99. It's the cheapest night for Disney's wow. Hollywood Studios. So, cool. again, just putting it out there. Anybody wants to you know, celebrate your second favorite Hyperion Adventures <laughs> podcast host, um, I'd be okay with that. So noted. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> Anyway, um, if you have any questions about that, uh, feel free to, you know, send us a message. But you can also, of course, go to the Walt uh, Disney World mm-hmm. website and find it there as well. So uh, moving on to our next story, which I found extremely interesting, although we don't have a lot of details on it. But it and I don't know if it's true or if it's a rumor, but I find it fascinating enough that we're going to share it here. 
This is from Deadline.com about we may be seeing a lot more of everybody's favorite purple dragon. They say a Disney film is in the works featuring the character of Figment. Wow. How exciting is that? That is cool. Of course, he's the small purple. If you don't know, which I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, if you don't know who Figment <laughs> is, he's the small purple dragon who serves as the mascot of Epcot's Imagination Pavilion in Orlando. Uh, as far as the film, uh, the feature hails from Seth Rogen's Point Grey with Pokemon detective Pikachu's Dan Hernandez and Benji Samit set to write. That's what Deadline says they have learned. Uh, Figment, of course, was created by Walt Disney Imagineers and Bestie of the Hyperion Metris podcast, Tony Baxter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just met a couple weeks ago. Right. And Steve Kirk, among other collaborators in 1983, the same year it made its debut in the Epcot ride Journey into Imagination. Uh, the feature will not be Figment's first time on the big screen, however. He made cameo appearances in 2015's Inside Out and 2019's Toy Story 4. So mm. I actually didn't know that. I have to go and start looking for him yeah, in know. those movies now. Anyway, no real word out about, one, if this is an official thing or if uh, when it's scheduled to be released and, you know, is it going to be in the theaters or will it be Disney Plus? But find it fascinating and I think it's great uh, if it's true that Figment's going to get more exposure out there. Yeah, I mean, well, we heard at D23 that Figment will remain and, you know, a little bit more prominence. Um, so that's good. And it would make sense that they would. For sure. Include him on a I love it. I think yeah. it's great. I thought maybe they might start doing some figment like shorts, which I thought might right. be kind of an interesting way to, to use him. Sure. But uh, hey, I'm all in if they have a good script, uh, you know, good story possibility for a full figment movie. Right. I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, let's see cool. it. I'm looking forward to it for sure. And then, you know, again, people are always worried that figment's going away. Right. Uh, they keep showing that. Nope. They, they know people love figment yeah, and he's going to stick around. The realization yeah. that, yeah, for sure. Better for to keep sure. him. <laughs> Finally, I just have one more quick note for you. Walt Disney world has confirmed that the highly anticipated DuckTales world showcase adventure is officially going to be coming to Epcot later this year. So just in the next few months, you know, we love the Agent P adventure, you know, we we miss that that's gone, but we're, we love DuckTales too. So we're very excited that that's going to be coming to World Showcase very soon because we're always looking for more fun ways to experience those different pavilions and uh, that's going to be a great way to do so. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. Like you said, we really enjoyed the Agent P one uh, with the Phineas and Ferb uh, theming, and it, it it really was amazing. Um, some of the things have that happen as you're doing those um, that adventure is really incredible. Yeah, people so, would stop as you would do it. You know, yeah. like what is that that, that I'm seeing that, happening? You're making yeah. things move within the pavilion yeah. and stuff like that. I'm know? hoping the, the Ducktales one does similar things. Right. Um, I I would. You know, I have no official news on this, so this is just me speculating, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be surprised if it has to do with your Magic Band Plus sure. um, and also your uh, the Play Disney app, maybe right. some sort of combination of the two things. Right. But uh, again, I don't know that for sure, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's sure. um, yeah. the way it works. So we'll find out more details, I'm sure, in the coming weeks as we get closer to that actually yeah. debuting in Epcot for cool. sure. So cool. that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, <laughs> fantastic. She's gorgeous. She's very, very smart. She's very hardworking. You know, she does the best research. She definitely has the best lists 
but there's no question that she has the best <laughs> tips. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Oh, you're so sweet, sweet honey. Um, so sticking with the theme of Disney Cruise Line, um, if you are traveling on a Disney cruise ship and you have either a tween or teen or both, um, what we'd recommend really is to really encourage them on embarkation that first day to go to whether it's the edge or, or the vibe um, because that's at the moment where everybody is kind of the same that they don't know each other um, and the the Disney counselors do great things like you know icebreaker activities to get people to you know come together get to know each other feel a little bit more comfortable interacting with each other rather than not doing that and you know say later in the cruise that you're trying to go into that and you feel you may your, your child may feel more like an outsider because they're not as familiar so this really um, gives them the opportunity to like right from the start get to know and make some friends and feel comfortable with that additional activity areas that they can participate in mm -hmm. that's a good idea and we saw that on our uh, last year's our, our Christmas our very merry time uh, cruise mm -hmm. aboard the Disney fantasy that we got to see some of the groups of teens right. and some of the things they were doing and hanging out together and they yeah. all did seem to you know be getting along together and having a great time right. uh, you know as this sense of community you know in that age group and you know they were up at, right. you know getting uh, some sort of uh, non-alcoholic drinks right. uh, you know outside of one of the uh, lounges by the pool and everything. And they were all just having a great time together. Yeah, so, um, yeah. yeah. If you're concerned about your teen or your tween on some of these cruises, I can tell you right now from what we've, ex what we've mm -hmm. witnessed um, that these groups are fantastic for them and yeah. that they will, they will have a good time. Right. Right. That they really, you know, the counselors really know how to, you know, make their cruise the best it can be and have fun and, you know, do things that are of their age group that's most interesting and fun for them. The other thing I would suggest too on embarkation day for the whole group, and this is whether you have, you know, children or just adults, is set up that um, chat feature on the app right away because um, I think we found that one time we didn't do it right away. It was like, oh, how am I going to? Send them a text. I, we have to send the codes and right. stuff like that. Yeah, so. it gets a little tricky the farther you go along, or especially when you need to do it and you haven't already set it up. Right, so, right. You know, right. You're like, oh, no, great. I can't. How am I going to contact them now? Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Anyways. Yeah. Good so. point. Michelle's tip. Always <laughs> the best tip. Uh, my tip also has to do with Disney Cruise Line, and it also has to do with some things we experienced kind of this week, and that is, you know, hey, it is storm season in mm -hmm. Florida in the Gulf of Mexico, in the Caribbean. Right. Um, but you may still want to do a Disney cruise during those times, you know? So I'm going to pass along a couple tips for sailing during storm season because, hey, you know, sometimes you can take advantage of it a lot of times, especially once you get past the summertime, um, that the cruises can be a lot less expensive mm -hmm. knowing that it's storm season. So right. people are kind of hesitant to sail because as you saw this week, many cruise lines had to change their itineraries right. because of Ian going through. So, you know, it, you can kind of get a good deal sometimes sailing on not only Disney, but various cruise lines right. that sail within the Caribbean. So here's a couple things that you should look for if you're planning on doing this. It, you know, it's not time to worry about it. You know, don't think, don't really worry about the storm season. It's very unlikely that you'll have to be right. sailing near or through a storm. As a matter of fact, I know you won't be having to sail through a storm. Right. They will change the itineraries for you. 
But there's some things to know about that if they are going to change your itinerary to make sure you have the smoothest sale possible. But that could throw some kinks in the system for you. So just be prepared for that. Um, you know, also, you know, it, you could be on the edge of a storm at time to time. So know that the prices could be lower, but the seas could be a little higher. So if you have some seed sickness issues, or even if you don't all the time, you may want to have some precautions ready sure. to go um, just in case that the seas are a little higher. Um, the biggest thing is be as flexible as possible on your sailing because things can change very quickly mm-hmm. out there depending on where these storms decide to go. Ships may have to change itineraries, like I said. Right. You could be on the ship longer even uh, than you planned right. to. It may be shorter than you plan to, depending on how they're going to uh, work around these storms. To so keep just, you safe. Yeah, to keep you safe, but also to you know make sure that these ships function as well. Mm-hmm. One thing I would suggest to you is that if you're going to some of these ports, when you're sailing in storm season, you may want to avoid some of the independent shore mm-hmm. excursions, especially those that have some stringent restrictions on changing at the last moment, maybe not getting your deposit back or something because of the fact that they may not be able to sail into a port or they may again have to change from a Western Caribbean to an Eastern Caribbean or vice versa, just because of where a storm may be headed. It just may be best either to try and look into it the last moment or just go ahead and book a shore excursion with the cruise line because you know you'll be, you'll be secure that way for sure. Another thing you may want to look into, and we suggest this pretty much every time with the cruise, is you, you might want to use a travel agent because, it, one, it doesn't cost you anything more right. um, to use a travel agent. But if something were to go a little bit sideways, you know, not like safety-wise, but maybe you're going to be out on the ship longer or some things change, it's good to have that point person back on land that can help you with you know, securing different travel right. arrangements, um, you know, maybe a rental car, transportation to and from the ship to the airport, whatever it may be, rather than you have to sit there and still be on your vacation and be scrambling yourself trying with ship Wi-Fi to right. get your own uh, travel stuff done when things change. No, that's a really good point. Because, I mean, even though like Disney and as, as we know with Ian that they um, did for some of the cruises that were going to be impacted by their duration opened up to let them have free Wi-Fi and things. Like you said, it's it's slower. Everybody's trying to scramble for the same time. So having that one contact on land really, uh, you know, help you out with that is a good point. Yeah. And it's just, you know, one thing you won't have to deal with, you know, if you sure. just contact your travel agent and say, this is what's going on. Can you secure, uh, you know, a, a flight right. and transportation back for us? Then you can still enjoy the rest of your time right. on the ship. You're not sitting there freaking out about it. I mean, you may still be freaking out about it a little bit, but at least you're not having to focus about being on your phone and trying to get this stuff done or your right. computer or whatever. And that you have somebody who can help handle that sure. for you. So another great thing that, uh, you know, we don't suggest for necessarily for Walt Disney World trips or Disneyland trips, but we almost always use it for cruises. And that is travel insurance, because if, you know, some of these things change and you, you do have to uh, change your flight arrangements or you do have to change your transportation or there's some port issues that go on, a lot of times uh, travel insurance will help you with some of the extra costs that may be associated with that. So uh, especially during storm season, I really suggest travel insurance as a backup just to be safe. Right. Now, that's a really good point. You know, and although technically uh, hurricane season is, uh, I think, like six months of the year, the real um, peak time for the, the larger, more damage producing storms is 
August and September, you know, before and after them, that those times you don't see as much, not that it couldn't, they couldn't be, but typically like when you look at the, you know, decades and decades and decades of times where hurricanes were, those were generally the months where that they had the more damaging hurricanes. Right. And don't think you're only limited, like if you're sailing in March that you won't see a storm. It is entirely possible that you may see a storm. It's not as likely, but they, yeah, I know we've, a hurricane, but it could just be like a storm. we've yeah. sailed a transatlantic cruise. that was pretty stormy for most <laughs> yes, of it. So yes. um, it, it can happen. So just be aware of that. But uh, yeah, the, the key months are uh, those that Michelle was just speaking of. Right. That's when you really want to, you know, make sure that you're prepared uh, for your sailing. So you can have, still have the best trip as possible, right. even if it's things get a little dicey out there. Right, right. That's it for this week. And next week, well, with the holidays approaching, you may be thinking about getting your family together for a little Disney vacation. So we thought, well, this would be a great time to share some tips on how to approach a Disney resort stay if you're planning on gathering with maybe five or more guests. Right. So we'll have some uh, tips on resort stays, dining, reservations, cruises, all a bunch of stuff. Michelle will have all sorts of stuff for Hopefully. you because <laughs> she's really good at that kind of thing. So I know that she'll have all sorts of tips for you to get you prepared uh, if you are planning. You know, and it could be any time of the year. Of course, the holidays you might want to get together with family, but summer vacations you right. may be getting you know some groups together from yeah. around the country that right. uh, don't get to see each other often. And I'm sure she'll have some great ideas for you on how to handle that. Well, thanks. Hopefully, you know, and I know that sometimes even just when you're, um, you know, with your immediate family that so many things are kind of set up for, you know, whether you're talking accommodations or anything like a family of four and you may be a family of five or six and then it's like, okay, I have to maybe go a different approach. So we'll talk about that. Excellent. I'm looking forward to hearing all about Mm. it. Um, and I may be able to chime in as well, I'm but sure. I'm sure Michelle will have most of the good information for you because, you know, let's face it, she always has the best information. So that's it. Anyway, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, please sign up for the newsletter if you haven't already and look for those new exciting things and um, if you have ideas of how you want the, what contents you'd like to see in the newsletter, let us know. Yes. Uh, it's all full of Michelle-ness, but you know, <laughs> it doesn't mean that it can't be added to. And Michelle would love <laughs> to hear how she can do even more stuff that you want to read in our newsletter for sure. Uh, another great way to follow along with this is on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Yeah, and be sure to share with us what is your favorite thing of the week of that group. Yes, uh, we would love it for your stuff to come through there. It's a great group, and we have a lot of fun there. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, lots of stuff is definitely encouraged there but definitely my favorite thing from this week we will share those always on the show for sure also uh, we are on youtube we should have a new video coming for you this week all touring those uh, cascade cabins that we stayed in when we were uh, out there a couple weeks ago Uh, if you want to find us there just do a quick search for hyperion adventures podcast hit subscribe you'll know whenever you have that video or any other new videos and if you ever want to contact us for any reason please hit us up at our gmail account Podcast at gmail.com. Right. And, you know, we also like to always end the show reminding you that it's really helpful if you just tell a friend about our podcast. Um, 
and that really helps our listenership grow. Yeah, which it has recently. We had a great month this, this the last month of downloads. Um, our numbers are getting up there, but it doesn't mean we don't want more people there. So please tell your friends about us. Uh, if you get the time, give us a rating. If you yeah. have even more time, give us a review. Those things are all helpful as well. So that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. <laughs>